THN is brought to you by Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, Listen Nerds Like You, and Floating Bunny head creator Jonathan Sims. Head to Skelenaut.com today to see John's comics, shirts, art prints, and more. That's S-K-E-L-E-N-A-U-T dot com. Yes. Ho, ho, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? Jolly devil. Welcome again to THN Cover to Cover. I was totally in it. Here's how this works. We do it every Saturday from 11 to 12 Central Standard Time, and we take your calls live. You call us at 402-819-4894, and we talk nerd stuff with you guys, right? Movies, TV, video games, wrestling, anything you want to rap about. You can derail us, talk about something entirely different and odd or weird, but let's stay away from the pervy stuff, you know what I mean? But before we can get into any of that, I need Joe Patrick to reset the question of the week. I'm too busy reading Corey Michael posting his entire answer in the chat instead of just calling us like a normal well, what person. What's the deal, Corey? I just gave you the phone number. Do you not have a phone? He doesn't have a phone. Maybe he's in weird jail where they only let you have like... Oh, yeah. maybe he's in weird phone jail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That could be. All right, this week's question was submitted by Jimmy Randall via the forums. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing because I've done it twice with failed accents. I didn't even try the accent. Uh, he watched The Mandalorian... Watched his wife, waited for his wife to finish The Bachelorette, and then they immediately watched it again together. So his question is, what comic show, movie, book, video game, etc. did you experience and then instantly want to experience it again? What was so good that you thought it deserved an immediate second go straight away? Bonus points if your second experience was with someone you love. That's neato. Yeah. I want to talk about other stuff, too. I want to talk about Black Widow trailer. I want to talk about the James Bond trailer. I want to talk about this new Hellions book that we finally got an image of. What the frig? I don't know. Mr. Save it for Sinister next week. We got to have like some news for next week. Leading the team and stuff. And like, why is Havoc there? Is he a bad guy? I think Havoc and Psylocke are there kind of wrangling them is it's how it sounded. Like Psylocke's pretty busy. She seems to be the busiest lady on the island. Right She's now. in one book. <laughs> yeah, but like two teams. No. Well, I mean, if she's going to be on this Hellions thing. Sure. Wolver, how many teams is Wolverine on? Nah, he just pops up for one. I don't think he's on his own team, bro. Yeah, he's on his own yeah, team, bro. He's a lone wolf, bro. Lone wolf, bro. All right. I need to turn you down. You're crazy loud. Hey, thanks, Chris. All right, let's get into it. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Color. Who this? Hey, it's Jason Sachs. Jason Sachs? We got you. Look at that. Normally, it's just a voicemail going, oh, I'm trying to get in, but you know. <laughs> What's but happening, He's buddy? a busy yeah. man, and we have a busy show. You are a busy man. We appreciate that. We appreciate your time. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw all the Batman behind you guys. That looks so cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got I, a whole collection. I got a bunch of them. They're the Batman black and white statues, and I actually have some in boxes that I haven't opened because I ran out of shelf space, so I'm thinking about, like, ditching my DVD collection altogether because I don't even watch DVDs anymore. I don't. I stream everything. No. You know? Now, who watches DVDs? Right. Those look so cool behind you guys. So. Yeah, isn't that fun? What a great collection. Yeah. yeah. I love them. I started buying them a long time ago. Different, you must have had these up for a while, and I just never, like, actually dialed in on a Saturday morning. I think morning. the camera yeah. angle might be a little They've definitely been askew. there. They've been there for a long time. Yeah. Most definitely. So. Oh, okay. Thank you for noticing. Uh, <laughs> of course. You do great uh, work here, Jason. <laughs> sorry? I said you do great work here, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
stuff you watched again and again and again. Yeah, like something so nice you you you, 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 you you watched it twice. Like you're just like, damn it, that was friggin' awesome. Hit me again. So this has happened to me twice this year. Okay. First was uh, watching season one of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes. Just because that show is just like such like the greatest, happiest, funnest show ever. It, like it's a musical without being a musical. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, right. You know. Yeah, it's just so bright and cheerful and happy and wonderful. Um, the other was The Expanse. I finally caught up on The Expanse oh. before the the season premiere coming up. Are you guys fans of that show? I love The Expanse. I've never I I only saw the first episode. I love The Expanse. The Expanse is basically like near future. I mean it's it's a little ways out, but like we have not perfected space travel. It's still pretty dangerous. But we are like there's colonies on Mars, there's outer colonies and stuff too and nobody really likes each other and there's a lot of like weird sort of societal racial things like there's people that were born on Mars where there's less gravity so they're longer. They're tall and they're long and they're skinny and they come to Earth, they can like yeah. barely hang out, you know. And like we torture right. them by like hanging them up and stuff, and they're like ah, <laughs> you know? long bones. And, like, all the stuff them. about uh, yeah, all the society building stuff is amazing. Like it's the best world building I think I've ever seen. It's really good, and it just sucks you in it. And then the photography is gorgeous. So you know, there's a scene in season two with uh, the detective and a bomb that if you watch the show, you know what I mean. Yes. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. That, like, was just so spellbinding. I watch it, and I'm like, how did they pull that off? Because I, I was completely, like, lost in that world. It is a really like, pretty show. On like, the they direct the hell the out The entire time. Definitely. Tom Jane is wonderful in that show, too. He's so good. Actually, I have a third one from this year, too, if I'm not taking too much time. No, no, no. Go ahead. What do you got? My wife, my wife thought this was hilarious. So we, had a, we took a trip to New York, and on the way back... Uh, Rocky was playing on the on the like video thing on the back of the seat, right? I'd actually never seen Rocky before. Oh wow! Like the first Rocky Balboa movie. You know what? The it first took, Rocky Balboa. It took me. Movie. I didn't oh see the god. first Rocky till I was an adult. Oh my god! You guys, that was formative childhood watching. Look for me, it was box. Rocky Four, baby. Rocky <laughs> oh, Four was no my way, entry man. point to the Rocky no franchise. Way. <laughs> yeah, like I saw Rocky Three and I saw Rocky Four, but I never saw the original Rocky. Um, and those boxing scenes at the end were incredible. They are incredible. That movie kept, won Oscars. I kept. It was like Best Picture. I think. Yeah, Best Picture. I've seen lots of movies. I have. I have not seen lots of movies that have won Oscars. Okay. Like that I'm doesn't just, mean no. anything. What I'm saying is, we people, <laughs> the Rocky movies get grouped into this like jokey schlock of Rocky Four, basically. Sure, right, but it Rocky was an Three and film. Four, but Rocky One and Two are amazing stories. Truly amazing stories yeah. about like this boxer coming out, lifting himself out of poverty and like fighting an amazing champ to a standstill and then fighting him again and winning, you know, and, and it's just they lost. No, he they fight to like a draw basically in the first one. In the second one, doesn't he lose? No. Oh, no. OK. He beats Apollo well, in the second yeah, the one. That's the big thing. <laughs> I thought that was Rocky, too. What's Rocky Two? First one, he basically loses. Yeah. Yes. First one, but he wins because he wins life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They basically fight to a draw, and he, Apollo gets up, and every and there's this all this like 
after that, they're like, well, Apollo didn't really beat him. And, and there's all this people that are saying, like, well, we need a rematch. We need and a rematch. that's Rocky 2, That's right? Rocky 2. That's what I'm saying. In yeah. Rocky 1, he loses. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, what I was saying. Yeah. He loses. He does not win. Yeah. He does not win. Right. They basically fight to a draw, and then they give the bout yes, to Apollo. Yes, he wins by decision. Yeah. Apollo wins by decision. Yeah. I know how boxing works. Oh, it's an amazing. I played Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Amazing movies. They are so good. And and I love Rocky Three, Mr. T, and Rocky Four. You know, in Russia and everything. Of course, I love them. Rocky Five was a piece of shit. <laughs> Rocky Five is bad. Uh, Rocky, Rocky Six was amazing. Rocky Balboa, right? That yeah. was what, uh, Rocky Balboa Rocky was really Balboa good. Was great. Oh my god, uh, it was great. And the Creed movies oh. make me cry. <laughs> oh yeah, Creed movies are wonderful. Yes, oh, so good. Uh, but yeah, I yes, I'm with you there, Jason. I did not see Rocky for the first time until I was a grown up. Uh, and you watched it was on a plane. Yeah, I was like, I was flying back. Uh, I was on a plane, and I was like, I haven't watched this movie before. I got to see it. Okay. Okay. That's, I mean, it's a good enough plane movie. I admit, like, I will just, if Rocky is on, or if I get a hankering, I will watch, like, yeah. three or four of those movies in a day. <laughs> I love well, Now that. I'm in that club, for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. They're yeah. so good. Have you seen any of the rest? Yeah, I saw Creed. I saw, um, okay. well, I saw three and four back in the day. Okay. Because you couldn't not see him. Yeah, you had I just had never seen the original. Yeah, one. it's like Rocky's the sort of thing where it's like it's such a part of the consciousness that sometimes you almost yeah. don't need to see it. You know what I mean? You just watch your mouth. No, I'm just saying like you feel like you've seen it. <laughs> you feel like you know everything about it, even right. if you haven't seen it. Like right. I was like that with Alien and Aliens until just a few years ago when I was like, I've never actually seen these movies. That's ridiculous. Uh, I had seen Alien Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> which oh, is terrible sorry about that <laughs> yeah uh and that it was it, such a well-directed terrible piece of shit though it was beautiful yeah, to watch and that's if a, you just turn the volume down <laughs> and so i watched all four of the original alien movies in one weekend which is how i discovered that three out of the four movies end with ripley defeating the alien by his sucking it out of an airlock <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah i mean that was or through a window with a hole in it but it still counts i mean yeah 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 and to be fair that wasn't an alien that was like weird it was like weird clone i don't know what that thing. was god yeah, that was dumb know. it had like a human oh. face <laughs> it was so bad oh that was so bad jason thank you for your call it's good to hear from you buddy yeah you too talk to you later yeah Bye, we, we're gonna get you in soon to do another yeah, we need to uh, do another installment yeah who the hell is this guy real quick here we i've got some need... ideas so Ooh, he's got some, okay he's got some ideas all right we'll talk to you soon all right, bye. Patrick says it's a tried and true method. Yes, you are correct. Uh, we got some answers here in the chat. Uh, Corey, who, uh, well, suck it, Corey. You can do, I mean, you know, yeah. You got a caller. Yeah, call us, Corey. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who this? It's Brian Domingos. Hello, Hello. Brian Domingos. Welcome How are home. You, sir? Welcome home, Brian. What's going on, guys? So you were out on a CIA hit or something, overthrowing a government? What were you doing? It, you know what? It's it's the less you know, the better. Okay. It's classified. All right, all right. Why would you even ask? Because I'm yeah. curious, and one of these days he's going to slip. You it, know. <laughs> what do you want to rap about? Yeah, I know. Brian? Look, what even is my real name? That's the real question. Yeah. Code name Domingos. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. Exactly. I like um, it. There's um the uh let's see uh the Titans finale season two. Yeah, yeah. I caught up. Um, I was very happy yeah. with season two. I did not love the finale. I thought the finale was kind of ham fisted and kind of thrown together. 
And like you had this whole like we fight together, we fight together, we're a team, we fight together until Nightwing shows up, then he'll whoop ass on his own. Like what? <laughs> what is this about? You know? And uh, like they just kind of tied everything up really fast. Yeah, but wasn't it so cool to see Nightwing? <laughs> I mean, look, does he look cool in the suit? Yeah. Do I need electric batons? No. Sure. Why not? Who no, cares? Don't He's fighting that. a Kryptonian no, uh, supervillain, which. We, He's dumb. <laughs> we do need no. He he uses the electric batons in the comics, so one hundred percent needed. He has um, used them before. You're right. Yeah, eat yeah. shit, bro. Yeah, the, the, I, I did not uh, love the finale. Um, Brian, I give us your thoughts. Not, I didn't like the way they handled the Donna Troy. Um, not at all. That like, that I was like. I, yeah, that was just like tacked on. It's like right. The prophecy is like, and one must die. It wasn't even a prophecy. It no. was just in the commercial. Yeah, uh, it, it like it was like they yeah. forgot. It's like to mention the prophecy all right. until there. We did it. We saved the day. Oh wait, by the way, <laughs> something bad has to I happen. Totally. I thought it. I thought it was pretty lame. I thought, um, like, I love that character and that actress, yes. and I thought it was, you know, when she finally got in the, like the full Wonder Girl costume, which is so like just cool. It, um, it was great. It pushed and, some buttons. Yeah, that, that was the my only <laughs> bitch. Was like the whole the whole season was really really good, and it seems like they got to the end and they thought they had two more episodes. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that with Raven following her back to Themyscira that they she can come back. Like I I'm hoping that's not the end of her cuz I think I just think like she's such a good she's a great character and that mm-hmm. like again the actress does it so well that Yeah, she's great she just, on the like, show. To leave it with her like dying and like a thing that probably shouldn't have killed her. Yeah. Right. Based on her power level. Like, yeah. Well, and like Starfire you know. got taken out really weird too. Like she's supposed to be their well, heavy her hitter. Her powers and stuff. had been on the fritz. I mean, I know, had, but like yeah. she's also their heavy hitter until she's not because the plot needs her not to be. Well, there's something you know? going on with her. Like they're setting that up because the cliffhanger is her sister arrives. I know. So that's season three is going to be all about what's going on with Starfire. I just didn't love the end of it. I thought they rushed it. I, I thought it I was kind of silly. My my least favorite part was the Donna Troy thing. Yeah. But um, I like yeah, I, I like uh, Superboy a lot. Uh, no, I, I think I, he's great. I do too. I think he's great. I just thought it was a letdown for what was else otherwise a really good season. This was the one episode that I would say this is the only episode of this season that I didn't like. All the rest of it was great. They just didn't stick the landing. I will say yeah. maybe they. I will say maybe they uh, should have. She, they maybe should not have split their focus. No. Because they had all this Deathstroke stuff. Yes, and you could tell they had an arc there, and they just sort of like, okay, well, we got to take care of Deathstroke. Uh, well, there, he's defeated. Next. You know, like, eh, eh come on. Yeah, it, 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 it did feel like, oh, and like the A plot is done. Yeah. Oh, we got to wrap up the B plot. And it's like, you don't, because in the first season, the A plot didn't end. Which was a little annoying in the yeah. finale, where it's yeah. like they—they're like the cliffhangers, like maybe they lose, and it's like more of this. All right, and then but then in, in like the first half an hour of episode one of season two, they like finish it, which right. is, thank God, because yeah, that yeah. went on for a really long. And time. you could have done that um, here. There's no reason why we could have been like season three. We resolve the end of the stuff with Donna Troy and stuff like that, and give us a little more. And so you know, I, I don't know. I did, it was clunky. I did like I did like where they left the team at the end, where they're together. There's no more of this. Like, why are they sniping at each other for no reason? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, that was getting old. Uh, I, 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 despite every instinct, I kind of love old Bruce Wayne. Uh, he's, he might be my favorite part. And I don't, I, and I like, hate it because it, when it, they, when they first cast him, I was like, oh, he's like 50, he's too old. And then like watching him 
he's just he's got it and i'm like yeah they sold I, and, you know and it he was grew a, lot on of me it, too. a lot of a lot of it was like it's not even him him it's like dick's portrayal of him like the voice in his right, head yeah, and, yeah yeah um but it's so it's so weird and so um just like it's it's a good take on that like guy who definitely i mean and that's a lot of the thing is like all these people are so broken from all the things that have happened in their lives sure so right. you see them like kind of making their way through this whole thing and and bruce is not a normal dude <laughs> right right no and like and wouldn't be there's no way that bruce wayne would be a normal guy well right no right. way he's, he's he's not you know i mean it's been described that he dresses up in a costume and beats up homeless people like right that's, yes he, yeah. dresses up like, he dresses up like a bat and beats up homeless people right not yeah even like you know and i loved how um, they i loved how they kind of left it vague uh whether or not uh, Bruce was just fucking with Donna, uh, fucking with Starfire and Dove by saying I wasn't at that diner, or if Rachel actually like subconsciously, telepathically planted it in their brains. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, the, like when he denies it at dinner. Okay. Uh, Starfire and Dove turn to each other and they're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh yeah. And no, they, okay, mentioned, yeah. they mentioned something about like, did Rachel like put something in our brains, or is he just messing with us? Because he, he says yeah. it with kind of like a wink in his eye. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's fun. Hmm. Because, yeah, he's Batman. Yeah. Batman manipulates his sidekicks. He, he crazy. can't help it. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, he can't help it. He's an yeah, asshole. And, that, and that, that diner episode was, like, so well plotted because you're like, this is so weird, and how is this happening? And then at the end, it's like, oh, it's Bruce. Yeah, like, it almost felt oh, like an fuck. episode of like, Doom Patrol. Yeah, kind of. It did, yeah. And, yeah. and that um, was my thing. Like, every episode had so much personality and was written really well, and I love how they brought the team together, and then they just lost it in the end they just lost it yeah i mean i i agree that maybe they wrapped it up a little too fast uh but i thought the performances were good yeah uh, i thought Isai morales was pretty great as deathstroke mm-hmm. i liked the kid that got to play jericho um i just don't like the way like you built deathstroke up and built deathstroke up and then he just kind of got beat up ah oh, they beat him up well no ah. because jericho was in his brain like messing with him yeah but it just didn't work it didn't work and they should have just stayed there they should have stayed with that and that should have been the end of our story well why don't you stop watching the show then <laughs> you big uh, cry you baby i'm done <laughs> i'm finished <laughs> screw you titan speaking of speaking of doom patrol um i am almost done with season one and it is oh, probably I, the best tv i've seen this year i need I, to get caught I, up. I, I haven't seen any Watchmen yet but um i am <gasps> like I'm just blown away by the acting and the casting and yeah. the costumes and the well and just like, what they let them get away like, with in the stories are, and stuff like they are they are fucking going for it yeah and it's like they, they don't they don't hold back at all no and like the like you got I mean I've I've loved Matt Bomber for years you know I watched that he, he's dumb, so great uh, he's so great that USA show he was on oh, uh, he's great. Suits. Um, yeah. No, uh, uh, what was oh. white collar? Oh, white collar. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, suits is something else. <laughs> like, white collar. Yeah, How can you have two shows on I the mean, same network called Suits and White Collar? All you, all USA legal dramas look the same. Yeah, look, they're all the same. But yeah. but he's so but like his Larry is so complex and layered yeah. and like difficult and it's it's just it's great and I I love every scene where Cliff yells, "What the fuck?" Because that's, <laughs> it, and sometimes that's all he says, and it's like Brandon Fraser is. This is the role that he was born to yes. be because he is he's so good and um and Alan and Tudyuk, that, and crazy, Ugh, Alan Tudyuk is so wonderful, just like cackling um, evil madman. <laughs> yeah, it's, I wasn't sure how they were going to do that because that character is so like bonkers and and unreal, yeah. and yeah. they they've grounded him a little bit, but. Like the stuff they're doing with time where I love that 
all these tragedies for these people happened like 30 years ago. So mm-hmm. it's not like, and, yeah. you know, Cliff Steele was a driver in, in 2015. Like, no, it was 1985. Yeah. And he, he's a, jar, he's a brain in a jar for 30 years and his life has gone by. And, and Larry was like in the sixties and yeah, Rita's in the trapped 50s, in the fifties. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like they're all they're all messed up, and and that's going to be on HBO Max, and people are going to like see it for the first time and be like, "What the fuck is the show?" And yeah, I love the idea. Of they're going to have to like re-release the first season or something. Oh yeah, with some be pomp on and circumstance because like like everything nobody HBO, saw everything HBO is available on the HBO program. So is, is Doom Patrol's not on there now though? No, but it'll be no. for season two when the HBO Max launches. Okay. And then they'll do it on both apps. I would assume season one is going to get something. Of course, that, it'll yeah, be on HBO. They need to do yes, that. Yeah. But I'm super excited will, for more. I definitely am. I, just the fact that they yeah, pulled it off one is amazing. And the fact that they let them do the stuff on the show that they're doing, it's completely tongue-in-cheek. It's nasty. It's mean. They are definitely not heroes. But they're also not, like, in-your-face extreme assholes or anything. Like, they're just sort of losers. <laughs> they're in bad yeah. situations. I mean, <laughs> while I definitely have feelings about, like, whether or not I need to see superhero characters cursing on my television. I do appreciate the fact that DC is letting them do. They're giving them all the rope. Yeah. You know that they well, need. And it works. Yeah, it's this, working here. It's, and we have Doom Patrol's a Vertigo book. As and a, I don't care about right, that. As opposed to like Harley Quinn being like. Well, and I feel that way about Titans a little bit, too. And I think they may have toned it down just a slightly bit. They definitely toned Titans down this season. Like every time I see Dove say fuck, I'm like, nope, (laughs) that's not ever going to happen. (laughs) That's not how that works. Yeah. I did. Um, I did watch the Harley Quinn uh, first or the yeah, the first episode of that. And it is. It is like that, like over the top, ridiculous. Yeah. It kind of felt like it, it felt like Mike Judge, like a, a a millennial Mike Judge yeah. making Venture Brothers. I was going to say, yeah. not like, even yeah. as, nowhere near as clever and, as And Mike I think, Judge. like, I do think Harley right. Quinn is trying too hard, but I can't deny that there have been moments in both episodes, I watched episode two on Friday, that have made me laugh. I just don't think it's funny. Like, in episode two, they crash Penguin's nephew's bar mitzvah. <laughs> okay. In case you didn't know that the penguin was Jewish. Of course he is, yeah. Uh, and Kite Man shows up to hit on Poison Ivy. And every time he, like, ejects his kite, like, extends his kite, it smashes a little girl into the punch bowl. <laughs> and it happens, like, three times. And every time it happened, I cracked up. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm fine with that. Yeah, there is, yeah. like, funny stuff on the but show. But they are trying too it's hard just, to make it, like, it's this is an adult. This is an yeah. adult program for adults. Yeah, like, do you get it? Yeah. yeah. If you don't, mm, fuck you. Yeah. Okay, uh, got and it. Like, and I don't mind, like, I, again, I don't mind stories for mature readers, but it's, like, it's just weird to see it right. in traditionally all ages or you know sure teen characters <clears throat> but uh yeah harley quinn whatever brian we got some other people trying to beat the door down here though so i'm gonna let you go but it's good to talk to you my friend and uh thank you for lording yep. over the forums we appreciate it hey no problem guys enjoy our crisis this week we'll talk oh next shit week. oh boy um, tomorrow's the day it's, it's coming we're cw is gonna be like wait do people know we're here okay <laughs> <laughs> They they watched our channel every night. That's yep. weird. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but I, I I will be burning that app up. All right, talk to you guys later. All right. All right bye, later, Ryan. Ryan. Oh. Why is that so loud?
402-819-4894. We want to hear from you. So give us a holler, will you? Adam, Adam Wednesday friend. says, I love Doom Patrol so much. Still the best show of 2019 that most of the population doesn't know exists. Yeah, it's true. And it's by no fault of the show. Yep. It's going to get a it huge bump on HBO. The dumb DC app's fault. Yeah. So. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? JD, you got a catch. JD, how hey, are hey. you this morning, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. That's Feeling better. Good. That's good. Yeah, you were a little under the weather. So, yeah. Well, we're glad you're not dead. Speak for yourself. So, <laughs> Whoa. Jeez. Hey. Just Whoa. kidding. Whoa. Just kidding. <laughs> what are we rapping about today, JD? Uh, well, you, uh, last regular show, you guys talked about team ups. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just, for some reason, I got reminded of one of my favorite team ups. And it was also one of my earliest comics was uh, there was a Spider-Man team up with Nightcrawler. Okay. Yes. And what she, uh, they go up against Arcade. Yep. I remember. I, I absolutely love that book. Spider-Man I mean, I being like, this, this isn't even my villain. <laughs> it's like, is this what you guys yeah. deal with? <laughs> what uh, and what just, comic I are just, we talking about, JD? I think it was Marvel team so there was yeah, Spider-Man was like a, team up in the nineties. No, this was, this was Marvel team up was in no, the eighties. This, this was in the eighties. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Cause I know that he yeah. also fought arcade when he teamed up with captain Britain. No, this was, this was him and nightcrawler. Awesome. And I don't really remember a whole lot. I do remember that, that there's this one panel with nightcrawler and I think it was Amanda Sefton or some other girl. He was oh, yeah. doing probably Amanda Sefton. Marvel team up. Spider-Man and Nightcrawler, mm. number 89. Yes. Shootout and, over uh, center ring. For some, for some reason, Nightcrawler and Amanda have to get in the trunk of a taxi cab, and I just remember this line of her going, hey, watch that tail. <laughs> <laughs> I just found that so charming. Well, you know, he was a ladies' man. Back before they made him, like, super religious and everything, Nightcrawler was kind of a ladies' man. I mean, he oh, was yeah. always kind of religious. Yeah. He, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, and he and he's always been a and he's always been kind of a ladies' man. He's still it, kind of is. It wasn't arcade that he fought though. Was it the ringmaster or who is this? No, I, I remember it being arcade. Let's see. A flight from Moscow, New York, arrives on schedule at Kennedy International. Yeah, yeah. Amanda Sefton, senior flight attendant. She mm-hmm. was such a sexy flight attendant too. Wow, Amanda. <laughs> oh, no, it was arcade. Yeah, he had like a circus of crime with him or something. Yeah. Uh, Murder World <clears throat> Amusement Park, Nightcrawler's thoughts were interrupted by approach for a large limousine. Here's Arcade outside having an argument with a man named Jardine over an assassination <laughs> assignment. They were just like outside screaming like, I paid you to assassinate that man. <laughs> uh, the that guy Jardine, he comes up more than once. I remember him for yeah, sure. He is he like Arcade's helper yeah. or something? Or? No. Um, I feel like he is a minor recurring uh, character in Marvel Team Up. Okay. For a little <laughs> bit. Weird. Just like uh, the- Unless I'm... Uh, <clears throat> I have to look that up. Yeah. I don't know, but that but was in, a great uh, one. I did love that issue. That was back when like... Oh, yeah. I was full on X-Men crazy, so anything with an X-Men on the cover, I'm like, in. Buying it. What I'm just thinking, like considering oh, their Claremont power wrote sets, it too. Chris Claremont wrote that one. Yeah, there yeah, makes sense. Consider, considering their power sets, Nightcrawler and Spider-Man just make sense. Sure, they both hop around. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they both stick to walls. They, they both, both teleport. Around, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where the whole thing <laughs> probably down, where but, it is. But you know. <laughs> Are you uh, still looking oh, up Jardine? Yeah, I am still uh-huh. looking up Jardine. <laughs> okay. uh, 
speaking of teleporting and Marvel and everything, uh, have you guys talked about the the announcement, the, the Scotty Young, Umberto Ramos book coming out in March? Um, it is, uh, fuck, what's it called? Strange Academy? Strange Academy, yes. Yes, it's Hogwarts. It's Harry Potter, but with Marvel characters. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I am so excited for this. Oh, my God. Yeah, it looks really it great. There's a character in the book named Doyle Dormammu. Doyle Dormammu, the illegitimate <laughs> son of Dormammu. Doyle. Yeah. And he just looks like a spindly little kid with a fiery pumpkin face. That's great. Um, yeah, I know. Oh, God. Uh, so Jardine ran a I'm circus. Just, Amos Jardine. Amos Jardine. He made five appearances in Marvel Comics. Uh, all of them. Uh, well, no. The, I know him from Marvel Team Up. 68 Spider-Man versus the man thing. Okay. Yeah. The burning man thing passed Jardine circus on his way to the winter quarters in Citrusville. Jardine took the near dead man thing, dumped it in the octopus tank until a habitat was finished for man thing to show part of Jardine's freak show. Yeah. So yeah, audience. this weird circus guy, Jardine okay. shows up as a villain in like a handful of Marvel comics. Uh, he comes back. It looks like he came back again in, uh, that, uh, kind of terrible nightcrawler ongoing series he's got from like the early 2000s texas sort of oil baron look to him yeah he's a real honky tonk big J on his boots he's a real honky tonk <laughs> yeah. kind of guy cigar chomping jackass look at him uh but uh strange academy yeah it looks really good what i am not clown? in love with scotty young as a writer but he's an amazing artist uh humberto ramos is drawing it oh who's scotty also young is, an amazing yeah, artist he is when there is this thing that humberto ramos does Okay, there's times where I love him, but maybe it was the last time that he worked on Spider-Man. He does this thing where it's like if he's doing a character like Spider-Man, where he tries to like lighten the mood of his art a little bit or something, and it gets really angular. And yeah, kind his of, art is super it's stylized. always been like that, but it gets even more so. Like he almost goes graffiti with it, and I don't care for it. Well, like when he tones you know, it down, it's beautiful. You're known to be wrong on occasion. But he gets like really weird and <laughs> I don't know. It is, and maybe it's just his Spider-Man stuff that I don't care for. But there's times where I just, it gets so weird. Uh, so yeah, Strange Academy. It's uh, it's Doctor Strange's school with uh, Doctor Voodoo as like the headmaster. And yeah. it's got, and it's got like teenage frost giants uh like weird mythical creatures like asgardian kids that sounds super fun dormammu's <laughs> illegitimate kid yeah i mean we're also gonna have uh he said magic is gonna be one magic of the will teachers be there, yeah. neat scarlet well, witch is gonna be one of the teachers like it's basically all of the magic characters kind of coming together to usher in the next generation of magic characters so the scarlet witch is a mutant no She's not. No, in, it not, was in currently not in continuity now. No, it was in that very awful event, uh, Axis, where it was revealed that the idea that she is Magneto's daughter is a sham. Oh, that's right. And she and Quicksilver are not actually mutants. That's they are. Right. It was like some high evolutionary shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so that's still currently the status quo. Okay. She is a sorceress, right. so this book has nothing to do with okay, mutants. Okay, because that's where I was going to go, like, because, like, I remember, like, mutant that uses chaos magic, whatever the hell that means. Yeah, no. Oh, okay, mm. so here, here's the, here's the roster of teachers, uh, uh, Dr. Voodoo, Dr. Strange, um, what's his, what's the sidekick's name? Uh, Zelma 
from like the Jason Aaron run. Zelma. Yeah, like his assistant. Oh yeah, the remember? librarian. Oh right, right, right. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, the ancient one. Zelma, yeah. Who I don't. Where'd the ancient one come from? I thought he was dead. The ancient uh, one. Uh, no, he he recently came back in uh, the in the most current Doctor Strange run. Oh right, there you go. And he doesn't die. He's the ancient one. Come on. Okay. Uh, something they're calling the mindful one, which is just a mindless one with with I guess a brain. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hellstrom. Nico from Hell's Runaways is going to be a teacher. Yeah, Nico Minoru <laughs> from Runaways, Scarlet Witch, Magic, and Shaman. Is it? Is it like okay? Your teacher shows up the class with a sh- without a shirt on. Is that okay? Well, he has no shirt on <laughs> in this picture. <laughs> you know, like you're, you're like there's little kids here. There's and a dress you're code. Your shirt off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's weird, uh, but yeah, I agree, Jeff. Uh, Strange Academy looks super fun that sounds fun uh it looks a lot more fun than hellions which does not make any sense to me whatsoever yeah. i don't know now what's going on with that what is hellions we, i didn't we, hear about this okay so we don't really know we, we know, know there's the a new premise. book coming oh uh, yes i mean it's the same thing that it, it's like x-force all over again or fallen angels where it's maybe like, they do the x-men's dirty work it, it's like mr sinister's team and he's up to no good and he's got a team of people mm. so it's it's, no good it's havoc it's havoc and psylocke wrangling this group of villains like so it's wild mr sinister child wild child um hmm. uh scalp hunter from the marauders who not a mutant oh god him scalp hunter's not a mutant yeah he is he is all of the marauders I are mutants all was he a mutant or was he? Yes, he's got some sort yeah, of machine. Yeah, Marauders. I thought yeah. he was just like a cyborg. No, he's no got shit. some kind of. Power. Oh no, you're, you're getting you're getting the Marauders mixed up with the Reavers. No, I mean like uh, no, not the yeah. Reavers, but I, I thought he, I thought Scalp Hunter was all of the Marauders a are cyborg. All of the Marauders are mutants. Yeah. Um, and then Nanny and Orphan Maker. And of when course. I saw Nanny and Orphan Maker, I was like. Matt Bomb's going to have something to say about this. <laughs> I have a soft spot in my heart for Nanny the Orphan Maker, I admit. I don't remember her having giant lips painted on her armor. No, I don't know. I don't know if they, I don't know if that's a joke or I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. What's I really going don't on. either. I really don't either. By the way, Joe, speaking of uh, Fallen Angels, the original Fallen Angels run is on Marvel Unlimited. Oh, nice. Oh, Thank you. There you go. Uh, Yep, yeah, all, all eight inches. Okay, Scalpunter has technomorphing powers. Technomorphic powers, which allowing allow him, him to, to con- construct yeah. mechanical devices at a superhuman rate from the numerous components attached to his costume. <laughs> but it is unclear if these abilities are also mutant powers or instead derived from his costume. Scalpunter is an extraordinary master of conventional firearms and has been known to use a wide <laughs> variety of weapons, including pistols, rifles, shotguns, laser guns. And miniature cannons? Whatever sure. the fuck that means. It's a miniature, it's like a cannon, but smaller. <laughs> the wheels and a little gun. fuse. It is like, <laughs> boom. Uh, so even if his technomorphing powers come from his suit, he does have regenerative. superior regenerative abilities, yeah. which slow his aging to a degree. There you go. Uh, yeah. Okay. So he's he's sort of like Forge without, without the smarts. Yeah. He's like a. Yeah. He's like I have a I have a really elaborate Lego set. Have we seen Forge on Krakoa? Yes, Forge Wait, like designed Krakoa. What do you mean designed Krakoa? He like island. turned Krakoa into a livable space. That Forge did that. But it's plain. Yeah, remember there was that uh, scene between him it's and uh, in Xavier the comic. And yes. Him. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do remember. The that. end of yes. uh, Hawk. You That's can't right. just show up on an island and move in. Forge went to Krakoa with Cipher, and they were like, "All right, let's turn this shit yeah, into shit we can okay, live I in." Forge was there. That's yeah. right. Okay. Well, I'm glad Forge isn't an asshole yeah. anymore. I'm tired of stories of Forge as an asshole. I like Forge. Yeah, I like Forge too. I do too. Although he's way overpowered. <laughs> 
Like, de- depending yeah. on the day, they can be like, oh, yeah, Forge built a bridge to the moon. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Why couldn't he? <laughs> the only thing stopping him is physics, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> All right, JD, we've had you on here for a while. We're, really? we're going to let you go, man. We've got some people trying to get in. Wait, what was your question? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you were just saying the only thing stopping him is physics. And I was like, is it really? Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, oh, I also have invented a device that defeats physics. Yeah. The, the physics, yeah, exactly. the physics no oh, gun or whatever. The, you the, know? Phil- the physics nullifier. No, no Forge's new, uh, new uh, code name on 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 Krakoa is Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pretty much. That's kind of been his bag from the beginning. <laughs> All right, JD. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Talk to you guys later. Later. Uh, let's take a moment to catch up on our chats here. All right, go for it. Uh, Corey Michael says uh, his answer to the question of the week is the name of the wind, his favorite book ever. I've read it more times than any other, and I've closed the back cover, turned it over, and started it over again three times in a row, (laughs) which is unfortunate because we've been waiting for over eight years for the final book in the trilogy with little to no updates from Patrick fucking Rothfuss Mm. at the point where I don't give a shit anymore, and it's been six years since my last reread. That sucks. Well... That's like being a super big Game of Thrones fan. Then and it's like, well, I guess I'll never see how it ends. What do you mean? We saw George how it R. ended. Martin's going to die before we the books are done. We saw how it ended. We all loved it. And it was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> uh, Chris Mounts asked, when did Joe Patrick's six year younger brother join the show? Thank you, Chris. I feel I didn't comb my hair today, but thank you. I had to get ready in the dark today. Uh, Patrick says my answer is Bloodborne. It was my first Souls game. That's like a Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Know. Video games for people that do not enjoy video games. Right. They like to be punished. Yes. Uh, as soon as I beat it, I immediately started playing through New Game Plus, knowing what I was doing, powered up and with badass gear. I love that. My second answer is also Bloodborne. As soon as I beat New Game Plus, I started New Game Plus Plus. It gets easier every time. <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> Uh, James Medrano, welcome aboard. James says, stop the show and let's watch Rocky 1 and 2 right now. No shit. Uh, like, we start talking about it and the music starts playing. Right like, let's see. Patrick says, technically, Arcade is originally a Spidey villain. Marvel Team Up 65, first U.S. appearance of Captain Britain and Arcade. Really? Yep. I did not know this. A bonus fact, Marvel Team Up 66 is the first appearance of Murder World. Huh. Okay. I think I that is the X-Men. I, I just assumed that Arcade first appeared in the pages of the X-Men. I didn't know that. Uh, Corey asks a question about X-Men 2099, which I'm lacking context for. <laughs> uh, Corey, what do you think of all this 2099 BS that's happening right now? Are you into it? Are you even reading it, Corey? Yeah, like this is for you. Because other than the one shot that set it up, I have liked exactly one of them. Exactly. Yes. yes. I'm right there. The Conan one. Kick the Conan ass. one, yeah. Adam Wednesday says, I thought Strange Academy looked like Wolverine in the X-Men, but with ma- the magic side. Exactly. And I loved Wolverine in the X-Men. Yeah, it was fun. It's too bad. And like Wolverine in the X-Men was a book that got killed before its time. Because, And I think it's It because, lasted for a really long time. It lasted for a while, but it got away from the whole school and all that stuff. Like, And no, it just turned into no, like it didn't. another X-Team that was no, led by Wolverine with some kids on it. It was Wolverine and the X-Men all the way until Avengers versus X-Men and then the X-Men universe got rebooted. I Well, yes, but I mean, like the whole thing, it started with like the school and he was the headmaster, which was silly. And we were both like, I don't know if I like it. Two issues in, we're like, I love this. I do love it. It was fantastic. But I just I need I would love just a book about the young mutants doing this. Sure. Like, why can't we just maintain that? 
It, it got was, sucked into crossover drama. Yeah, it just got, you know, it's too bad. Uh, Patrick was addressing our conversation about Hellions and uh, whatever else we were talking about uh, with uh, Forge. This is why I didn't read, I didn't bother with Hawks and Pox. The Xbox are already back to being too much. I disagree. I think that is a fair opinion, though I don't share it. I, yeah. I can understand why somebody might think that. Uh, Harvey Locust says, I still can't listen because I haven't seen The Mandalorian. Still no Win 10 app for D+. Oh, good Lord, man. You have to get off Windows 10. You have to. <laughs> Harvey. My, my <laughs> like, answer to the question. I don't think it's even supported anymore. <laughs> uh, my computer is still running Windows Vista. Uh, this is the computer. What? This is the Dell computer that you and I bought at the same time. You have switched computers three times since then. I oh, still have that I computer. I bet I switched six times. Nah, nah, not that many. <laughs> um, his answer to the question of the week is Dairy Girls. I watched both seasons four times. What is Dairy Girls? Um, It's like a comedy show. Okay. It takes place in Northern Ireland during the 90s. It's a hilarious show. Oh, yes. I've heard about this. I had no idea what was going on over there at the time. Like so I learned something, too. Super filthy-mouthed girls. I've heard it's great. Uh, it's like Letterkenny in, in Oh, fucking Letterkenny. <laughs> Goddamn Letterkenny. Why don't you give your balls a tug, you fucker? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> uh, they announced season eight is already coming to Hulu December 27th. Of Letterkenny? Yes. Oh, no kidding. Yes. That's great. Um, Patrick says 2099 is so fun. <laughs> Frank's having a hard time summoning his favorite book. Uh, so he says it's the Bible. <laughs> oh, uh, that is to say Lord of the Rings is the Bible in this. Okay. Good. <laughs> in this, in this situation. Good. I was like, wow, Frank, I, wow. I thought I had you figured for a totally different guy. Yeah. No, he says I'm not a churchy guy. Uh, comic books. I think Watchmen, Crisis on Infinite Earths. And when DC put out those newspaper comics, Wednesday comics, those were Wednesday great. Wednesday comics were kick ass. I loved those. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who dis? This is Shonix. What's up, guys? Shonix. Hey, buddy. It's like three weeks in a row, man. I love this. Hey, what what are you going to do, man? Hey. You I'll, got me for a while I'll anyway. Take it. I'll take it. What are, you guys, what are you guys rapping about other than arcade and trying to figure out what's a reaver and what's a marauder? Come on. <laughs> I do not know. How did you not know? That's, that I was not was confused. I didn't think. He was always pulling stuff off his body and making guns. I thought he had Cal a suit that him? did that. I thought it was a suit. I couldn't remember if he was a mutant or not. And it turns out that's oh, not yeah. even his mutant power. No, it He's says it's unclear. Yeah, he has rejected. Okay, it's unclear. <laughs> like They're not quite sure if the gun power comes from the suit, but yeah. he does have mutant so powers. the official Marvel wiki is unclear if that's his power or not. It's just been And I'm not allowed to be confused. It's <laughs> okay. just it's the, 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 biggest, the biggest problem with Marvel wiki is that they go to Sinister for all their stuff. And Sinister ain't gonna tell the truth he's when it comes to the about it. He's making it up. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, this, he's, he I don't know. With guns and he's got regenerative powers and uh, he makes a Wolverine and Deadpool. Just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I remember reading the Marvel Handbook Update eighty nine issue uh, with Mister Sinister oh, yeah. in it. It's the it would have come out like right after Inferno was over, right? And uh, uh, basically, the powers and abilities section was just like. The shrug emoji. <laughs> yeah. like, well, he can like put, he can maybe shape shift. Maybe he's yeah. got some kind of energy powers. He can put mental blocks on people so right. they can't attack him. <laughs> he's got, oh, he's really good with genetics. Yeah, right. And like, and yeah, yeah, is that a power? And right? now it's, it's, it's 25 he, years later. He can, 
Yeah. And it's 25 years later, and Mr. every time Mr. Sinister appears, I'm like, what is he doing? Right. Why? Yeah. What are these? Why are there so many duplicates? We still don't know what his powers were. Yeah. Like, yeah. no clue. I, I feel I, like I Apocalypse was the same way for a long time, too. When they first came out of Apocalypse, well, yeah. they were like, he was the first mutant. What was his mutant power? Well, see, I Well, he under- was the first mutant. I always understood <laughs> Apocalypse's powers. He could, like, he could, like, alter his body. He could make his body into... Kind of like shapeshifting almost. That's what he did? Yeah. 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 Okay. I really loved what Killian, uh, Killian, Killian Gillen did when he brought that whole Sinister storyline in and oh, totally yeah, just that, made uh, Sinister like, oh my God, what is going on? When he had like the the ruby castle and all the, oh. Yeah, that run among Uncanny some, X-Men is pretty fun. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah, and then I had to jump ship. And I don't understand the Wolverine X-Men. I tried it, man. I, it didn't. I was still butthurt with the AVX stuff, so I think maybe if I revisited it, it might be somewhat entertaining, but it wasn't appealing to me. I would have rather had Beast in the X-Men, but that's mine. That would have been fun. That would have made more sense. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, they did, like, a whole thing. It's not like Wolverine was like, I'm going to be the headmaster now. They were like, they came to him like, you realize you're sort of the senior guy now. Yeah, I mean, the other teachers are still there, but it was just a, a reason to put Wolverine's name on the cover. Sure. Um, yep, yep. Uh, but uh, so Matt, I gotta ask you about the Mandalorian. Okay. Did you cringe in the latest episode when you got to see your favorite droid show up? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I didn't love it. Every time, You're, every time I see like anything, I thought it was the battle droids you didn't like. I, any of the droids, anything from anything <laughs> from the prequels, <laughs> literally anything. I don't care if it's a ship, a droid, Lord. an alien, an outfit that looks like you know, <laughs> even the Naboo ships. I, man, you need to sit down with those no, movies. I might no, have to sit you down with no, them. I don't want it. I don't need it. And when it, sh- yeah, when the robots came out, I was like, ugh, ugh. but then it was like, oh shit, Amy Sedaris is here. Yeah, and I just watched her and, and she felt looked better. Like she was dressed up like Ripley from Alien. <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When Amy Sedaris showed up, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. In case he did too. She's like, what the fuck, Amy Sedaris? <laughs> you know, uh, man, that that woman and how she can make characters happen is just. Amazing. She's it's wonderful. Amazing. She's a treasure. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, you know, the prequels, say what you will about the story, the performances, the script. I get it. I get all of it. You cannot take away from the designs of that mo- of those movies. No, they are I, excellent. That's fine. That is not the, yep. my issue is not with the design. I don't think that the robots look bad. It's the things that happened in those movies with those characters <laughs> that give me an instant knee jerk cringing oh, reaction. You big like, baby. Like imagine no. it like, uh, like people are like, well, I can't drink you tequila. Need a nap, man. I got really sick once and I drank a bunch of tequila and then you smell tequila and you go, ugh, ugh. You know, like you're not throwing up, but it gives, that is how I feel when a Roger Roger like, droid shows up. You don't like Darth Maul? Battle dro- I, I love Darth Maul. Darth Maul kicks Duel ass. Duel of the Fates. Darth Maul's totally rad. Darth Maul was in a piece uh, of shit movie. There are people yelling at you in the chat. Like, That's oh, what about oh. this? What about Look, that? I don't have a problem with young Obi-Wan. He was completely <laughs> wasted. My biggest problem with young Obi-Wan, completely wasted. We got a story about oh, a little was, kid that drove a race car was, real fast. You didn't like stupid shit. You, you, didn't, know, know, like, you didn't like Obi-Wan's secret detective from episode yeah. two. Well, <laughs> yeah. Back off, folks. This is Jedi business. <laughs> Fuck you. 
Oh, we're not gonna win this one, Sean. We're not gonna win this one. He's lost. I know. I I wanted to open it. It's just like I throw a smoke bomb into a room. Yes, and I, leave. I know. Uh, I'm I sweating. You, you make me Joe sweat. Has to sit across from him. Yeah, I am you know, I'm used to it. I am schwitzing right now. <laughs> you get, you're getting like, the, I got, what, you're getting the meat sweat. I got angry. Yeah, he's got the I meat just sweat. Got fucking angry. Uh, I will oh. say I, though, I still liked this episode. It was probably the weakest of all of them. Yeah, because it was just like, it was hey guys. You've seen A New Hope, right? Right. Here is shot for shot remakes totally. of the like, cantina scene from this A booth? New Hope. Do you remember what happened in this booth? Yeah. Yeah, you do. He's even like, a Corellian oh, and he's got his feet up on the table. Yeah. I, like, still fun. Still it was, fun. It was still very like, fun. It was just in this and one. It was like the fan service was like, huh? Totally. Huh? There's the, like the scene when baby Yoda comes walking out of the ship. It was just like, all right. Hey. Look who's here. Everybody loves him. <laughs> and like, oh, okay. Smoke on the Water, his theme song? No, no, that was not Smoke on the I Water. Guess. That's what it was. Yes, no, it that was Smoke on the Water. Now you're making, now you're changing it up, man. You did Smoke, smoke on the Water. No, I did Smoke on the Water goes. <laughs> That's exactly what you did. No, I was playing the, That's it's like the old, uh, it's like, uh, they do it on Bugs Bunny all the time. When you come out dressed like a woman and he's taking his clothes oh, off and shit. Oh, you mean the stripper song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But it was like oh, adorable Lord. Baby Yoda parade now. And then she like, <laughs> she like picks up Baby Yoda. I was like, oh. I'm like, all right, we get it. It's the cutest fucking thing ever. I yes, I'm with you. <laughs> By the way, do you but know why Baby Yoda is not at the end though? Do you know why Baby Yoda is Wait. not a is not a CG character? It's a puppet. Yeah. Do you know why they went with that? Why? Because in the very first episode, they wanted people to be able to pick them up. No, not no. Well, I mean, you could pick up a CG thing, sure. Can you, Matt? Yeah, you just they hand you like a watermelon <laughs> with eyes on it or whatever, and you're like, <laughs> you know, and then they take it out in fucking post. Uh, yeah. What's his head that hired? I can't say. Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. Yeah, he said, saw the puppet and it was, was like, heartbreakingly beautiful. You have to do the puppet. Yeah, he, he cried. Like, you have he to. He saw do Baby Yoda on yeah, set and he and cried. And he was like, and they were like, well, we were gonna do some CG shit, and he called them cowards. Well, it's clearly got some <laughs> CG on it. He was like, you cowards. Yeah. Uh, Sean, you started to say something right before Matt went into the this The person thing. that walks up to Ming-Na in the end. Oh, we don't know. Do we know? Oh, we don't know. The what? The person the that walks up to... The bounty hunter at the end? Yeah. yeah. Walking with the... It sounds like he has, uh, like what we call spurs or? on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had spurs that jingle, 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 jingle. Yeah, there's that cowboy bounty hunter from uh, Clone Wars. It's Bravestar. Who is oh, pretty... Uh, nah, it's Bravestar. Is that Cade Cad Bane? Oh, Cade. Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Cad, Cad Bane. Is that his name? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cad Bane. He's got a long, yep. he's got a long horse face and a cowboy hat. <laughs> yep. All right. He's pretty hardcore. I'm wondering, that'd be pretty neat to see him in a live action and see how they design him. I'm just, that's my own little hoping. I doubt it's going to be that way. But oh, that would be fun, though. I, who else would it yeah, be, though? Because yeah, you don't I'm, throw a scene like that in if it doesn't mean something and we're not going to recognize yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like it wouldn't have been a mystery if it wasn't supposed to be somebody yeah, like, we oh, at shit. least had heard of. Oh, my God, it's a whole new guy we've never heard of. You know, I mean, we'll see. What's the point of that? <laughs> we'll see. I hope you're right. I hope it is Cad Bane. Uh, he's, I his, do, too. His face is not as long as I uh, intimated, but he's got like an alien. I still right. think it's Brave he's Star. Got, he's got those like weird air hoses and stuff, too. He's pretty badass. Yeah, he's he looks, badass. his design is cool. This was the Clone Wars yeah, cartoon yeah. series? He was from, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, you, and he's got—he's got, should, he's got you know, like the I know long you hate coat. anything. 
Yeah, I know you hate anything that deals with the prequels, Matt, but The Clone Wars is a pretty solid cartoon. I, I can't do it. Stay away from I the tried. movie. Stay I, away from the I movie. Tried. I have heard that about the movie. I tried the cartoon. I can't okay, do it. I can't do it. First of all, watch I... Watch the last season, man. I just... Okay, I've heard that. Watch the last season. You're not the first person to tell me just that. Just watch the like, last season. Just watch the last yep. season and you'll be okay. Just and watch maybe I will try And then watch Rebels. Rebels is great. I, yeah, I know Rebels. Rebels was good. Yeah, I know Rebels was good. Have you yeah. seen the new one, Sean? Resistance? Um, it's all right. Um, it's a it's a it's a way to sell toys. It's Unlike, a little bit more I mean, kiddie, right? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. But then they have like, and the animation is a little bit weird because it's kind of that computerized like style, but then it has uses a lot of pastels. So yeah. it's it's. I mean, it's it, it has its moments. I've watched some episodes and really dig it. I'll probably barrel into it a little bit more because it's all on Disney Plus. I usually watch over at my friend's place because he's got it on DVR for his kids. But um, uh, information you guys didn't need to know. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't know. Well, you didn't just tell us. You told the whole goddamn internet. So. <laughs> I know. Now everybody knows my secret. Yep. All seven people watching I bring watching in my her. friend's houses and watch their kids' <laughs> shows. Jesus, dude. <laughs> that's, a, that's like borderline BTK shit, you realize? <laughs> that's kind of weird, man. <laughs> but I, I will have to say, reading the X books, the editing on them is back to how I felt like the editing was back in the day where it actually feels like this stuff is happening now yes. and happening across all the books because they touch it and it actually works and it doesn't take away. It's not like a crossover or anything like that. It doesn't take away from your enjoyment, but it's neat that they call those other books out and say, well, this is what happened on this one. And, you know, right. I really enjoy that right. part of the, well, and like, of what's going on. And like Kitty pride would just like randomly show up, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, we happen to mm -hmm. run into Kitty pride, uh, run into the Marauders or whatever. Uh, I, I want to say it was an X force or one of the, it, like, she just, it was like, it's like X force two. I think she was. There, yeah. Right? It's like when a, when a character shows up in a Marvel book and it's not like advertised yeah. as a Titanic team up, it's just like, no, right. they live in the same world. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. Yep. Obviously. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. And with they all feel these, much more connected. With all those portals, with all those portals, it just makes them a lot easier to get around too. So they can be wherever they want. <laughs> and I do. Yeah, I kind of like that in the sense where it's like, well, wait a minute, how the fuck did Wolverine get there? Like, well, yeah, he walked through the portal thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. <laughs> like, all right, that takes uh, care of that. There was something. <laughs> there was something in um, one of the recent, one of the ones from this week. I think I don't remember if it was X Force. Or Marauders, uh, but they take. Oh, it may have been Marauders because they went to New York. Um, they took the portal to Central Park, and then suddenly it's surrounded by the military. Yeah, and Emma's like, "Hold up!" No, yeah, it was, yeah, it's it was surrounded Marauders. by like uh, Sebastian yeah. and Shinobi Shaw. Yeah, yeah. walking out. Yeah. Um, and uh, and they come out. And they're like, "What is this? We're supposed to be able to come?" Yeah, and go, they're like, and "This isn't like, for you. This <laughs> is about this is about keeping everyone else out." Yeah, <laughs> uh, which it was a touch that I kind of liked. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but yeah, I like yeah. this connected world. It, it feels good. Definitely. Even though I don't yeah. really love all the books. Um, I, you know, I'm reading, I'm picking and choosing and I'm happy with that. I don't feel like I'm missing out. So yeah, I think there are some and that then, are totally missable. Yeah. You don't have to read yep. everything. X-Men, uh, Marauders is still good. I uh, like Excalibur. Yeah. Excalibur is fun. You don't need to read Excalibur, but it's fun. I, I love New Mutants. I love it. New Mutants is New too, Mutants, yeah. it's too much fun. It's great. I was so yeah. happy to see Cannibal. Yep. I know. I was so happy to I see know. Cannibal. <laughs> uh, In that whole, that whole. 
that whole sequence with them and Roberto and him having their back and forth was yeah. done very well. Yeah. This is it the, brought a huge smile to my face I because pretty much Sam is just like, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the shit in his best Cheerios? sunspot, I've, the, the yeah. best he's ever been written. I love it. I loved it yeah. when like Smasher came into the room and she's like, Cleared up all your legal troubles. You work for me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The whole time he's like, "Don't worry." I mean, you I got a great space it into the Shi'ar Imperial Guard. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John. We gotta let you go. Some other people can yeah. get in, but it's always good to talk. Yeah, to you it was great it. talking to you guys. Yep. I'm hoping, hoping to make it a regular Saturday with your eleven o'clock. That works a lot better. Let's so. do it. Sounds yeah. great. We'll talk can, to you next I week. I can sneak in. Sounds all good, right, guys. Man. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. All right, we got some voicemails we got to catch up on. Uh, There's a couple we didn't get last week. Let's hit the chat real quick. Um, Justin Robert Fletcher, his answer to the question of the week is True Detective Season 1. Yeah. Watched it and immediately started it over. I did that too because I was like, I watched it and I I knew I loved it and I knew it was good. But then towards the end, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's all this stuff that I think I may have missed. Yeah. Uh, Andres Gutierrez, Game of Thrones, Battle of Winterfell. I watched it live on TV and immediately watched it again online to make sure it sucked as bad (laughs) the second time as it did the first. Oh, uh, you had me in the first half there. I'm not going to lie. It didn't suck that bad. Uh, Adam Wednesday called you a droid hater. I'm not a droid hater. Uh, I, there's all kinds of droids I love. I know. Uh, so, I, yeah, then we, I'm get a prequel a, we get an extended period of people yelling at you all the good things from the prequels. Oh, please. Uh, Frank Sorello is in your corner. He totally understands. Yes. Adam Wednesday says Matt would tell Anakin where the younglings were hiding. Bet I would. <laughs> no, actually, I wouldn't. If Anakin showed up in a sweatshirt and said, where are the younglings? Have to kill them. I'd go, no, Anakin, because this is not how the fucking story goes. <laughs> Darth Vader killed the Jedis. Not a mad Anakin in a sweatshirt. He was becoming. Give Darth me a Vader. break. No. Absolutely not. All right, shut up. Uh, Frank says the Clone Wars series was so much better than any moment in those movies. So you've got the guy that was in your back in your corner saying you got to watch the Clone Wars. Um, we got some more complaining. Uh, some praise for Werner Herzog. Uh, some people are saying the guy at the end of the Mandalorian was Boba Fett. No, he also has spurs. And he escaped from the starlight pit. No. Uh, Joe Rankley says Jar Jar Binks, the Bonnie, boots Bonnie Hunter. Wrong. The boots are wrong. He wasn't wearing no, the boots. I don't bo- think it was Boba Fett. Fett had like the weird blue, like Nike looking things. <laughs> Adam Wednesday says, you cowards, it's Jackson. <laughs> the giant green bunny from the comic. Oh, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can get down on that. I get down on that. Definitely. Uh, Joe Rankley appreciates that the docs books all have a reading order in the back. And I agree. It is totally helpful. Yeah. And it also shows that they're paying attention and doing the work as opposed to just cranking out books. Uh, and then fr- finally, Frank Cirillo ends with, since I sat through all three of those prequel movies, I feel like I can say with some validity that the Phantom edit on YouTube is a condensed version that's kind of watchable. Yeah, absolutely. It's not bad at all. It, it just ta- it just cuts all the bullshit that made me want to hurt myself yeah. when I watched it. Uh, and then our buddy Micah jumps in to say Boba Fett did not have no spurs, so no, settle Boba down, Fett nerds. did not have spurs. All right. Boba Fett wore, like, the blue pants that, like, went all the way into, like, footy boots. Yeah, he had footy boots. He had, he had, <laughs> like, they, were boot, they were boot boots, but yeah. his pants went into his boots. Right, right, right. Like a onesie. So who sure, do we like who do we one miss week. last week? Who was it? Was it Mark Tarrington? Uh, they're all and still flagged. We've got one. Yeah, Mark Tarrington, and then the voice. That was mail. the first one, right? Just those yeah. three. Okay. And then Jimmy Randall's from this week. All right, let's get into it. Oh, Patrick, real quick, wants to know uh, when does the Mandalorian takes place? It takes place five years after the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and I don't know why we're all confused on this. 
it doesn't really go out of its way to say specifically. But I mean, like, it's pretty obvious the Empire got blowed up. It's, it is following the fall of the Empire yeah. before the rise of the First Order. So yeah. it's in that dead zone between the original trilogy and the new trilogy. Okay. And Boba Fett's still dead. When the Sarlacc Pit didn't crawl out, that was out, written out of continuity. Fuck you, he's dead. Hello, this is Aegis from Earth-27 calling on behalf of Baal. It is yearly review time here at the Institute, and the meeting rooms and corridors have been full of unearthly screams, squelching, and wet thudding sounds. Oh, squelching is my least favorite. (laughs) There were three requirements for biological staff. One, self-assessment must be complete by November 29th. Two, all assessments must be written in Ryehian, the language of those who dwell between the stars. Three, Assessments must be handwritten, but the use of bodily fluids should be avoided where possible. It is simpler for AI systems, we automatically assessed against our internal guidance. I have no I have clue what's going on. I have received a positive rating for frequent <laughs> and generally appropriate use of countermeasures. I love countermeasures. Mark has been given a rating of acceptable performance. He and Baal will be continuing with the slime mold project next year and he will be permitted to retain every one of his limbs. Oh, well, that's well done, Mark. This week, Mark has been watching the end of the fucking world on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Loosely based on the Charles Falsman comic, it is the story of James, a 17-year-old who believes he is a psychopath and Alyssa, a teenage girl with a rebellious streak so wide, she is only just socially functional. The story just gets weirder from there, featuring love, death, trauma, eye-wateringly realistic violence, buckets of blood and the dodgy bits of southern England where poor people live that don't usually make it to film or television. In most depictions of outsider characters in fiction, the characters look like supermodels and talk like they have a degree in philosophy despite being supposedly socially dysfunctional. This does not happen in this series, the characters are believably awkward and strange. Mark gives the end of the fucking world his top rating, five gelatinous face sections out of five. That's all for now, and remember Aegis is watching at all times. It's for your security. (laughs) I need to watch the end of the fucking world. I totally forgot about that. And I I also did not know that it was based on the Chuck Forsman comic. I didn't know. Yeah. I had no clue. Yep. And I like Chuck Forsman a lot. Yeah, it was like a graphic novel. Yeah. Man, I need to watch that. And I've several people have told me that it's great. And they didn't know it was comic book related as well. So uh Patrick uh said thanks. Uh they did not they do not state on the show when the when it takes place. I just remember them saying it in like the you know, in all the lead up stuff. Um, you know what? This next one, I might hold this for an ask a nerd. This is a good one. We already talked about it. We did. You said it wasn't enough for a whole segment. Oh, that was this one. Okay. Yeah, we'll just play it then. All right. What an idiot, right? Am I right? Jeez. <laughs> Total. Man. Totally. Gugh. Give me a break. Hey, nerds. It's uh, Kyle from San Diego. Uh, just calling with a couple questions. First, uh, I'm not a Star Wars fan. <laughs> that was weird. I'm kind of out, out of the loop in, in that regards, but I was just wondering, I'm hearing so many good things about the uh, the Mandalorian. Can a non-Star Wars fan jump right in and still enjoy it? Um, and then second, I just wanted to... We'll start with that. Absolutely. Of course. I think absolutely. Yeah, you, you don't I mean even if you're not a fan, you're aware of Star Wars. Like you, you know, know what, what a Yoda happens. is. Yeah. Right? You've I mean, seen it. Come on. Like like 
<clears throat> yeah, you don't need to know anything about like Star Wars continuity. No. They give you everything you need to know about what the what a Mandalorian is. Yeah, all you, you need know? to know is that Boba Fett is a clone of his dad. You don't who need was to know that a Kiwi, and this is his cousin. There you know? are That's no all Kiwis you need in to know. space. That's all you need to know. <laughs> We've been over this. There are no Kiwis. Boba in Fett's space. cousin is Yoda's dad. That's all you need to know. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no. Uh, yeah, Kyle, absolutely jump in. It's totally new viewer friendly definitely uh it's not building on any deep lore uh and anything that you might need to know about what's going on in the world they tell you yeah second question quickly answer the question of the week uh i've been doing tons of audiobooks lately um and mostly i've been doing a lot of nonfiction, uh history uh political stuff um, <laughs> well, mr big brain and even some nature stuff which is it, it's actually been quite uh, fascinating learning about some of that. Uh, and I just read a book all about the liquids in our lives and it sounds really boring, but it was quite entertaining, quite fun. Uh, it was called liquid rules. So we'll hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right, Kyle, check in with us after you've seen the Mandalorian. Yeah. 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 Curious okay. to see what a non star Wars. Yeah. If he comes back and he's like, it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not like fine. he said he hated Star Wars. It's yeah. just like it wasn't. He never Sorry, got into it. Pardon me. I didn't mean to let that slip. Good day, nerds. <laughs> Jimmy here with my that. answer to the question of the week. All right, so I'm going to have to do a bit of a disclaimer and a bit of a preface. So here goes. Uh oh. All right, yeah. Fuck Bill Cosby. Fuck him like all the way to the grave. The guy is evil. He's vile. He is a real turd. I think this is Ferguson. pretty safe. Fuck take you, Bill here. Cosby. <laughs> so, all right, so that's whoa, that's whoa, my disclaimer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's out of the I way. Mean, sure if you believe um, that. Yeah. I only said that because Cosby? my answer kind of involves Bill Cosby. Now, this happened, like this, this show that I'm about to talk about that, this happened in like 2004, 2005, way before all the um, the allegations, not allegations, all the facts yes. came out about him. Sure, right. So I just got to get that very clear. Before I hate he was outed as a secret There was race, a time when uh, he was, what, America's grandfather or something? I don't know, but he used to be the bee's knees. Anyway, here's my answer. Here's what I watched and then watched straight again. This was about 2006, I think I watched it. There's a little show. You can watch it on YouTube right now. It's from uh, the channel 101 Days. Uh. It's called The House of Cosby's. Now, this show is about a gentleman by the name of Mitchell who loves Bill Cosby. He loves him so much that he gets one of Bill Cosby's hairs and spends 10 years creating a cloning machine so that he can live his impossible dream, and that dream is to live in a house of Cosby's. So it's a little, it's a four-episode flash animation show about this chap living in a house of cloned Bill Cosby's. They've all got different... Uh, traits and quirks like there's bathtub Cosby who is always in a bathtub and <laughs> curiosity Cosby who's always exploring and getting in things so now the thing ridiculous. is it starts out ridiculous you think this is stupid but on repeat viewings you realize hey there's a lot of heart to this there's a subplot in the background there's some subtle nuances happening over there it's really really good really funny it um stands to reason that it's funny it you know love him or hate him it was created by Justin Roiland this is pre Rick and Morty days yeah. uh, Rob Shrub the guy that created Scud, oh, the disposable shit. assassin. This is an all-star. He cast. does. Uh, he does one of the voices. The Lonely Island guys are in it as well. It's really good. Um, they were sent a cease and desist litter uh, from the, yeah, no the Cosby estate in 2005, shutting it down. Um, it was a five-part series, but there's only four episodes involved. Look, so I implore you guys, just just do it. Just look at the House of Cosby's, and it is what it is. It was a product of its time. You know, there was no way it would be made now. But anyway, that's my answer. House of Cosby's. 
Get on it. It's great. Love ya. Bye. Totally fair. No, uh, okay, look. Is Bill Cosby a terrible person? Yes. Are we mad at Fat Albert for it? No. Like, you can still love Fat Albert in the game. But can you watch Fat Albert completely detached from what you now know? I'd I mean, say like, no. In the sense, like, when I was a kid and I loved it that much, I mean, yeah, it's still an amazing cartoon. Like, it does not change how, how what the Cosby show right. meant to me as a kid. Exactly. But nobody's saying that. He's no. saying, look, before Bill Cosby was revealed as a secret rapist. Right. Bill Cosby rapist. Fat somebody Albert, not involved with Bill Fat Cosby. Fat not a rapist. <laughs> put okay? out this cartoon. The Brown Hornet never raped anybody okay you don't know Bill that Cosby did. you don't know that uh but yeah uh, so jimmy sent a link it, uh, i posted it in the chat it does look very funny i have to check uh, that. channel 101 um yeah justin roiland and dan Harmon. before those guys hit it big with like community and and rick and morty right i think i'm the only person on the face of the earth that remembers the short-lived show that they had called acceptable.tv yeah, I and it was no and, and what it was was like a um, a sketch show popularity contest where okay. they would come up with like here's four new sketches, America will vote, and the favorite one will continue with a new installment, and then the next week we'll have three new ones. Oh, okay, that's fun. And so it was just like who's gonna what sketch is gonna be the winner, right? And there was <laughs> again years before the 2016 election, uh, but there was an apprentice parody called operation kitten calendar (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it was donald trump uh and this group of potential kitten calendar designers trying to come up with the best and cutest kitten calendar for the next calendar year and that thing won every week it it came back week after week after week um and then yeah dan Harmon would come out at the beginning and i would argue that doesn't make our president look any dumber than he sure no he was already an idiot that's probably way like better yes now um the other day he was talking about people flushing toilets 10 and 15 times yeah that's the problem it's not climate change it's the toilets big toilets are here with big water Uh, but i mean my point is like i love discovering uh, hilarious projects from people that came out before they were stars, yeah, like yeah. Heat Vision and Jack. Definitely, uh, that was a great but one. yeah, like fantastic stuff. I'm gonna watch this House of Cosby's. I'm gonna I'm appreciate gonna it, it for too. what it is. Sounds great. It sounds like something uh, you can get really high and have a good time with. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? He had me at Bathtub Cosby. <laughs> like I'm in. I'm in. Okay, let's get to our answers. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me just real quick double check the voicemail. So you go ahead. Okay, I'll go first. So mine. At a, I was aware of anime like all through my life when I was very young. Uh, G Force was on TV, which was like uh, Battle of the Planets in Japan, but we got it as G Force in the States. And like Star Blazers was uh, Space Battleship Yamato. And like I would watch those cartoons. I didn't understand that they were anime per se because I was a little kid. I just knew the animation on this is way better than anything else I'm watching. And these shows are super dramatic. And I loved them. Later on in life, I want to say I was in maybe seventh grade, seventh or eighth grade. I got a VHS copy of Akira that I checked out from the local video store. And it was a red videotape. And it was the first yeah, time yeah, I'd ever seen a video colored videotape. Video yeah. And I was just like, oh, when I slid it out, I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And I watched Akira. And it's it, like getting the gold Zelda cartridge. For sort the first of. Time. Yeah. yeah. And it melted my brain as to what I had just seen. Like the music, the story, the animation, all of it. 
and I immediately rewound it and watched it again. And it's not short. Kira is like two and a half hours, I think. Yeah. It is a long movie. It is movie. a lengthy movie. I immediately rewound it and watched it a second time and was just like, holy shit, this has changed the way I think about animation. <laughs> Period. Oh, blew me away. Uh, I apologize if you guys have been commenting. I had to refresh the video and the comments just kind of cut out and I lost a bunch of them. But uh, so my answer, I have a video game answer. Um, I don't think anybody has. I'm still looking. at. All right. Good. Uh, Mass Effect 2. Well, more accurately. Mass Effect 2. Uh, Mass Effect 2 came out uh, and I was like super hyped for it. This mm-hmm. was when we were still working at Fernando's. Um and uh like i had played mass effect one but i kind of petered out a few hours in. i was like eh, this is fine not me man well i all the hype for mass effect 2 got me i was like i have got to i have got to get this game i have got to know what this is all about so i borrowed mass effect one from my friend chris latta and i shotgunned through the main story of that game in like 12 hours yeah you could speed through it yeah you don't have to do all the side quests yeah and Uh, there was no reason to because they weren't as cool as mass effect oh oh but yes, but now I have become the guy that in all Mass Effect games, I do all the side quests. But they got my, my point. Yeah, is they got better. They were grinding. Yes. In sure. Mass yeah, Effect yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I burned through Mass Effect one and then immediately put in Mass Effect two. Mm-hmm. And I put like 50 hours into Mass Effect two. Oh, I bet I had 120 hours. Well, it's least. not that long. But, um, but there you could do it. No, no <laughs> it's not Skyrim. Dirty with it. The, like I did every side quest in Mass Effect two. It took me like 45 hours. Um, no way you did yep. that fast. No yeah, it's way. got the timestamp right on. Forty-five hours is a long fucking time. Uh, Mass Effect Two, I, that game was huge. Yes, about forty-five hours. Worth. Oh, I loved it. Uh, I loved it. And it is probably my favorite game of that console generation. It was Mass great. Effect Two. And then I restarted it. Mm-hmm. I was like, now I'm going to restart it and play as a Renegade. Yeah, uh, I did it too. And even, and even the even the the online co-op stuff was fun as hell. Oh, that was in Mass Effect Three. Oh, you're right. That was because uh, we we rolled yeah, hard with a team for a while. Green team. Yeah, green team, baby. <laughs> green uh, team. Yeah, I feel like Shonix was there. Yeah. Uh, Jared was there. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, maybe Superfro was around for that. I believe so. Um, yeah, we yeah, had we had a team. we had a pretty good squad. Um, but yeah, Mass Effect, man. I I there was like a month in whatever year that was where I was just like, give it to me. And I just played through mass effect until I got so sick of it. I stopped. Oh, it was great. Um, and I, what I learned about myself is that, um, I'm not capable of playing renegade. I just can't. Good. Lord. I have to be you space captain America. Baby. No, my captain shepherd is space captain America. That's it. <laughs> and that's how I play him. I play the, like, I'm not interested in designing a character. I played the default guy I with a default voice. I think it was Mass Effect. I can't remember the game, but I think it was Mass Effect. I was talking to my friend Mark Phillips about it, and he was like, I don't understand why everybody has all these problems. Like, they try and make it all dramatic. They're like, oh, yeah, this kid's going to grow up to be whatever. You know, we like, should we kill him or should we try and save him? He's like, oh, you mean the kid I already killed? <laughs> like, I already made that decision. That kid is dead. <laughs> um, and I do have a recent TV answer, and it's The Mandalorian, the first episode of The Mandalorian. And I watched it and I was like, I need to see that again right now. Uh, so my answer is similar to Jimmy's, but like I was so blown away by that first episode that I, I immediately them all twice rewatched yet. it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, just, I only did it for the first one. I'm going to watch them weekly and then I'm going to yeah. sit down and binge the whole thing and just see how it feels as like a product. I do the same thing, thing for every season of The Good Place. Uh, the season ends and then I restart the season from the beginning and watch it all in a row. Every year around Christmas, 
Casey gets like almost two and a half, three weeks off basically because of her job. And she sits down and watches the entirety of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Starts with episode Hell yeah. one and just powers all the way that through. sounds like an excellent And then it's time. like time for the new season because the new season starts in like January. Yeah. So. <laughs> what a great idea. Yeah. I love it. And like the binge gets a little, a season longer. Every sure. Year, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Boy. All right. We got to get out of here. I have to go see uh, the Nutcracker, the Bellevue little theater because i'm a huge fan of children's ballet i don't know if you knew that but uh, yeah i, I did i yeah. thought i did my niece is in it so Ooh, great that's why i'm going Ooh, i'm not lydia? a pervert no oh. lydia is in college lola lydia is in college yep what the fuck Should they grow up that's what they shut do. up they do not <laughs> they grow up little lydia bond that was on our podcast yeah she is in college now yeah she dresses like a crazy person but that's what they do now they love it yeah i love her it's great thank you everybody that called in and played along uh we'll see you next week and uh you can always leave us a message at 402-819-4894 anytime 24 7 there's a robot that answers well it's me it's not a robot and there's music and stuff and it's fun and just leave us a message let us know what's going on you can also send us an mp3 to it at nerdgmail.com like Jimmy Randall did with burps and farts in it. We think that shit's hilarious because we're adult children. Yeah, yeah. What can you do? But if you don't have all the bells and whistles and voicemails, yeah, perfectly fine. It's fine too. But uh, for now, we got to get out of here. This is the two-headed nerd. Uh, isn't there something else we need to do? Oh, yeah. The new question of the week. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. Jesus. This week's question was submitted by Einstein by night. Whoa. Via the THN forums. Man. Like the full moon comes out and he gets really smart. Yeah, very. <laughs> or Jewish. <laughs> Maybe both. Okay. Why not both? <laughs> All right. Three things that make a great superhero or villain are an awesome name, a great costume, and interesting powers. Gotcha. Fair. Which of these is most important to you? Can you name a character with a great name but a shitty costume and uninspired powers? Not a problem. Is can there, do that right now. <laughs> is there a character with powers you love but a name you hate? Definitely. What an interesting question. Yeah, I like this. This yeah. is great. This is some good discussion. I yeah, like this yeah. a lot. Get to get into some weird characters. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get into uh, like a very self-reflective place and oh, admit some harsh truths about myself. Yeah, because you like some characters with yeah, some bad. Yeah, fucking we all costumes know who it's gonna be. Some dumb name. We all know who it's gonna be. <laughs> all right, well, tune in next week where we make fun of Joe's love of speedball, and shut uh, up. We'll be right here waiting for you. But for now, this is Two Headed Nerd signing off. 